1: Battle buddies, I am your dungeon master Ryan, and we are joined with our three heroic adventurers and one not so heroic adventurer. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you try to say, Ryan?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I can't count. Like I, my numbers are all wrong. I don't know what I'm. Our four heroic adventurers: Bogal, who is played by Stephen. Hi. Zazzle, who's played by Cody.
2: Uh, hey. <laughs> uh,
1: Don Rivers, who is played by R- Richard. Sup. <laughs> Craig, who's played by Jet. Yeah. So let's let's set the stage here. You guys are back in your hotel room, essentially. It's the four of you, the cowboy knight, uh, who went along with you on the adventure, um, probably hoping just to get his hat back again. And Margarita Bill is a little bit confused. Um, having gone to the magic show and raving about how fun it was, uh, he is in the room as well. Flambodran has just popped out of the closet. So we're in a bit of a predicament, I guess you could say. Hold, and on, hold, on, hold on there, Flambodran.
2: Yeah, that's... man, We already got the rubies. What? We got the gold. We got the rubies. I don't know if there's much more you could offer us. Except for that key. Mm-hmm. Except for that key.
1: <laughs> oh, I... I don't know about that. This is kind of my this is my thing. This this key is kind of my my yeah, thing. Yeah, breaking and entering is your thing. Yeah, that's cool and all. If you're gonna base
3: your identity on a single thing, that's
2: really makes you kind of shallow.
4: <laughs> yeah, you can you can be more than just a key,
0: Flamdam.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as you let go of the key, then you can explore who Dran really is.
1: Yeah. Uh, tempting offer, I'm sure, but I. All right. Look, my back's up against the wall on this. I think we can work out something. Maybe not the key per se, but the key is obviously something very special. Maybe I can take you somewhere wonderful after all this is done. Your heart's desire. Maybe I can find even more riches. I mean, what what could you do with limitless riches? Even more. He's gonna. He is gonna trap us in some
2: hell dimension.
1: I can feel it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, our our dimension is slowly becoming a hell dimension, which is why I um I could really, really use you guys. Okay, look. I'll be square with you.
2: I'm... So if you paid us a whole bunch of rubies to stomp some rats, what's fighting lion monsters worth?
1: And whatever you want, really. I mean, honestly... The key. Uh... A copy of the key. Mm-hmm. Two keys. All right. What I mean, what would you what would you do with this key exactly?
2: Yeah, that's our business.
1: Yeah, what do you do with the key? <laughs> All right, why don't we work something out? If you come and help us, I will accompany you on a journey where I hold the key in your stead, and I manipulate and 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 navigate us to wherever you want, and I'll just take you wherever you want for. We'll say one week.
3: Are you talking like a key timeshare? Kind a- of. <laughs>
1: except that, yes. Except that nobody holds it except for me.
3: Mm,
0: mm. Seems
1: fair. One week. Whatever you want.
3: Uh, how does that key work?
1: Uh, it's, it's pretty simple. You just kind of... It's kind of like a... Well...
2: Yeah, give us very specific details on how it functions.
3: I, I, I I'm just curious as to, like what it can do
1: and if we're going to make this deal.
2: Let's say, hypothetically, if you died and we got the key, how would we operate
1: it? (laughs) Well, that's the fun thing. I don't think you would be able to figure it out. Because...
2: Well, no, because you got to tell us. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because
1: (laughs) it is essentially an infinite uh, key. It takes you anywhere in the cosmos if you know the location of where you're trying to go. So you sort of dial in... Uh, the coordinates. Uh, But the thing is, is that it's a lot of trial and error. There's no sort of master directory of of where this goes. So if you don't know how to get from point A to point B from point A, you will probably never get back to point A again. So uh, it's not quite all fun times, happy-go-lucky fun times with this thing. You can easily get lost.
2: Hmm.
3: That sounds like a hook for a whole other arc.
2: Sounds like, a fun, sounds like a fun adventure, guys.
1: Yeah, way more fun. Maybe. I mean, the, there is really limitless adventure to be had. Uh, the problem is, I mean, you may have noticed the last time you accompanied me, uh, we didn't go directly to our location. We had to sort of make a jump off. Um, that is because the only way that I know how to get back to our new home is from uh, point A, you could say. From here, well, it's it's easy to say you can't get there from here. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Um, you have to go point A to point B and then point C, and that's uh, well. Who I wants
2: s- to go to that dumb place? Well,
1: that because <laughs> it's the only way to go back to where I'm from now.
0: Can it, can it take us to see our dead friends?
1: Hmm. He seems a little. <laughs> he seems a little bit. Um, a little bit surprised by that question. He says. I I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't know if it would take you to a different time. Um, in my experience, it seems that the planes are infinite. So it is maybe possible that you could find another world which is uh, followed a similar sort of, I guess you could call it timeline to the one that you know, wherein you are further back in time, or where. People have just not perished. I guess. I don't Man, know. This
2: is getting heavy.
1: Uh, that sounds dumb. Yeah,
2: dude, we'll kill those fucking lions for you, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> excellent! I
1: knew I could count on you. Uh, I, when I first found you, I saw, I saw the four of you, and I said, "These are real men. These are real adventurers. There's a real hey, chop,
2: chop. The buffet starts in an
1: hour. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh right. Yes. Okay. Well,
0: yeah, Flambedro. The second magic show starts <laughs> two hours
1: um he seems a little bit surprised by that because um he looks around and he says you guys it don't really do much do you though i mean you're still here in this room going to magic shows
2: after oh, all it's this been a,
1: let me guess it's been a long
2: time for him but like no time for us make a perception roll
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like everyone yeah yeah everybody
2: <laughs> is his is his mustache longer or something like that
3: uh, would it be perception or insight doesn't matter. Um,
2: it's bad either way. Listen, we didn't let you in here to judge us, man. I got a 19.
1: I got a 15. 10. So. 12. I mean, he's he's noticeably a little bit more haggard than before. Um, He's wearing essentially the same clothes, but they're a little bit more threadbare. And he does a little bit more sort of world-weary, Um, for sure. You should really wash your pants every so often. <laughs> yeah, you
2: You're like bleeding rubies. You can afford to. Oh, uh, well.
1: To us, I mean, we're a very simple folk. We don't truck with. You're a key dimension warping fucking wizard man. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing simple about you, Flambon. It's Flambo Dran. Flambo Dran. It's. In my native tongue, it means excellent.
3: Excellent thing, excellent. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. Well, it's a long story. He opens the door again and you see the the shimmering portal and he says I can explain as we go, but we've put aside all need for money. That's essentially what destroyed our last home was the the quest for power over other people and possession of objects of worth. It's really
2: Yeah. Wait, but, hold on. Yeah. If if there's some sort of time dilation thing going on, Then we did get back in time for the magic show.
1: Margarita Bill's like, no, it's definitely over. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. I mean, there's going to be another one. How
2: long has it been for you, Flammo Because it has literally been like a minute for us.
1: Really? He turns around and he looks at you guys. Dare say that may be true. It has been, in our time, about seven years. Okay,
2: so hold on. (laughs) If seven years is about a minute for our time, we were gone on that mission for maybe a handful of hours, we definitely should have made that magic show.
3: Well, I I don't think it's consistently time dilated.
2: I'm just saying, I don't want to go to this fucking world and come back and Margarita Bill's dead of old age.
1: (laughs) Uh, Margarita Bill's like,
2: "Eh, that was about an hour and a half. Yeah, that's about how long
0: it felt for us, too. Yeah, podcast recording time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flambeau
1: Dran is, is, like, very peculiar, very odd. And he pulls out his little um, booklet that he has on his uh, belt, and he makes some notes towards the back of it. And he says, well, uh, I would say time's a-wasting, but I'm not sure that it really is. But we should probably get going, because I'm a little bit bored with this whole situation.
2: I don't know, man. It's already been, like, seven years in that reality now. They're probably all dead.
1: Yeah. How is that uh, book fastened
3: to his belt? By the way,
1: Uh, it's just kind of tucked, just kind of tucked in. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. know. Okay,
2: so how long we uh, the amount of time we've spent talking about this? Your whole village died. I don't think so. I mean, I
1: came here before.
3: Maybe it died. Like I don't know. Time is weird. This is magic. We're dealing with magic. Let's call it magic. Magic
1: is a fickle
2: mistress, as they say.
4: My character not smart enough to figure it out. I anyway. think we're all
2: confused. Yeah, Don's not smart enough either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Biscuits can shed some light on this
1: being, uh, since she's like a time being.
2: Yeah, time dog. Let's have Biscuits smell Flamadran.
1: Oh, what a what a friendly dog! Uh, mind mind the nose there, mind the nose. <laughs> uh, he smells like uh, uh, wizard crotch, musty.
2: Well, uh, hold on. I, I'd like to confirm that real quick. <laughs>
1: Strange customs you have here. <laughs>
2: yep, definitely wizard crunch. I'm not used
1: uh, to, not used to dogs anymore. We don't have any dogs where I'm from. We used go. to Get,
2: lead on. We're, we're hooked. Whatever. All right,
1: he steps. He, he steps through the portal.
3: We step through the portal. All
1: right, you find yourself back in that sort of barren hell world, um, which you is the sort of point of departure um, that you saw last. Wait, time. Hold
2: on, before we step through the portal, sure. Um, I go into our. I was gonna say our closet. I go into our covered Secret huddle. Yeah. Well, no, I wanna like we I, I like to think the buddies all bought matching cowboy hats. <laughs> to match uh, the
3: one that Craig stole.
2: Yeah, so there's one for all of us but the cowboy knight. Oh, so we're all wearing robes and cowboy hats now.
1: Uh cowboy knight is very put off by this. He's <laughs> he's he doesn't say anything, but you can just see him like watching Watching you guys putting on these hats and, and passing them out. You better
3: learn how to win a bet next time.
2: I give one the I give one the margarita
1: bill before we leave too. Hey, I got an extra one for you. <laughs> margarita bills. It's like, oh thanks. Super cool. I'm gonna well you guys have fun. I'm gonna go down to the bar and get a margarita going. Um <laughs> I put one last one into the chronicler book from Bort. Hey Bort
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cool dex You just draw it on him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: scribble scribble not style it comes alive,
2: <laughs> okay, cool, we're ready to go,
1: all right, you walk through into uh this ashy hellscape um since the last time you were here, it seems even that things have sort of died down before it was like uh ash on the wind, trees that were like sort of crumpling and falling down, but fires in the distance, and now it's like all the fires have burned out, like it's just a dead, like a still world, um no wind or anything like that. Oh and, man, it just <clears>
2: occurred <throat> to me that Tadrian's gonna be like a teenager.
1: hmm And as you step through into the uh <laughs> into the new or back into um the uh plain, which the natives had called Good Hearth, you see that their town looks like it's it's maybe not thriving, but at least it is uh it, it is growing and, and burgeoning. They have put up uh walls of, of stone. The sky is still that sort of strange, uh, darkness with the blinding, the blinding light, the same color as the good fire that, uh, curls around your ankles. You see immediately there to greet you is a strapping young mad, a lad, sorry, a strapping young lad, and you recognize him as Tad, as Tad, uh, the little boy, uh, with, uh, the boots. He's still wearing his ancestral boots that have, look a little bit more <laughs> worn uh but he's added like a uh, metal plate to it and stuff like that and um it's they've been patched but he's also wearing a sort of like ramshackle set of uh armor uh it looks like really low quality uh metal that's been beaten uh together and and he sees you and his eyes light up and he says welcome oh welcome adventurers i've been i've been waiting so long for this day i've you haven't changed at all. Oh my goodness! You really are extraordinary, extraordinary people. Uh, who are you? We got places to be. <laughs> he looks a little hurt by that. He says, "It's me. It's Tadrian." It's,
2: Doesn't ring a bell.
1: I helped you. <laughs> I helped you with. The... Did you steal that little boy's <laughs> no. shoes? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me. It's just been so long. I'm I'm grown up. I'm I'm a, I'm a man grown now. Look at me. Man. You
2: can't trick us, man. It's been like five minutes. Uh...
1: Uh, um says, well, it's Tadrian, it's uh, hard to explain, but I, I don't think that time works the same way where they're from as it does for us. So they, I, it's, it's a whole thing. I'll explain it later. But they, it's been a few minutes, uh, really, for them. And Tadrian's uh, pretty nonplussed by that. And he says, okay, oh, well. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, simple enough. I've studied
0: physics. I pictured he did, like he does understand it more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> Nods nod
1: sagely and like, well, I'm glad that you've come back to help us because we're in a bit of a jam. I guess you could say um, things have gotten considerably A flamba jam. <laughs> he laughs at that. He said, "That's a that's a good one." Um, things got a little bit worse, I guess you could say. Um, we've done a lot of building. Um, we're making this place our home. It's 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 really become our place now, but the, the creatures of this world are getting more aggressive, and I don't know if we've woken something, but they're much larger sort of beasts that we have now at this point facing daily sort of raids from these immense creatures, much larger than the Vantarats that, that you and I would remember, but...
2: Well, it sounds to me that... Not unlike a virus, the planet is rejecting
0: you. Maybe it's time to go.
1: He scratches his head <laughs> and he says, "That's an interesting theory."
0: What about? Did you try bringing the rats back? What do you mean, bringing them back?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they were.
4: Yeah, they seem better than the better
1: than the lions. I mean, we we killed them all. Like, we can't really bring them back. We wiped them out. I mean, they were. Have you
2: tried leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean as Flamodran said There are infinite planets or Mm -hmm. realities Accessible through that key thing That will soon be ours We'll let you guys use it one last time And then before we take it off your hands It seems like
3: a good mulligan I feel like you tried it here You can try it again some other place
0: Try the reality without
1: the lines Tadrian uh, crosses his arms And he kind of gives you a sideways look And he says I can understand why you would say that Or or think that Because it's smart well, no, from your point of view, maybe. <laughs> but this is, the first, this is the first world that we have found without other people or other intelligent creatures. The whole reason that we left is because our world was assumed in a huge conflagration of pure greed. It was other creatures and other thinking people that realized that they could have dominion over others and wanted to press that as far as they possibly could we came here after i don't know how long years of searching flambodrad and flambodrad's like yes i looked through countless worlds i can't even tell you how many i found and all of them had other creatures there that we just didn't want to take that risk anymore we're just done with Yeah the you'd whole, rather
2: risk it with the space creatures
1: yes but they're just <laughs> these are yeah. but these are just animals and tadrin says yes they're just i mean they're not they don't have a society they're not trying to build something that will eventually turn back into the same horrible arms race that we suffered before. We reached the absolute end of civilization because of greed and strife between opposing parties. When we're here it's just us. It's us as a community. And well, yes, that there are other creatures here. It's not another civilization, and not another magic wielding, you know, conglomeration, and not another arms race of cannons and wizard fire and all that sort of stuff i
0: don't know tad you've been tad you've been improving your boots a lot building up more arms (laughs) listen
2: tad if i were you i'd be more concerned about genetic diversity than these weird (laughs) monsters
1: (laughs) you've got your reservations and that's fine but this is our way of life now and this is where we've decided to plant ourselves this is our future we're going to make it into something that is our own and now that I'm the mayor, I'm the leader of this oh place. Oh, god. Oh, boy, man.
2: <laughs> Can we get a revote?
1: And Flambodran Flambodran cuts in and he says, Now, Tadrian, I we've talked about this. We don't use that word mayor. It's, sorry guys, it is the sort of, the title that is left over from our last world, but ever since the Council of Mayors destroyed our last home, we just, <laughs> we <laughs>
0: Council of
1: Mayors. Oh, no, the final boss is revealed. Yes. We, we prefer to, to say uh, Burgomeister.
2: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Turd burglar. <laughs> <laughs> King boy.
3: King boy.
1: Head boy. <laughs> master boy. Tadrian, Tadrian the master boy. <laughs> we'll set that aside for now, but we do need to prepare. I need your help with this threat. You're the only ones that we've ever found that We're willing to help us, and I know that I can trust you. (laughs)
0: we are only, like, part willing. Uh, Just how they didn't search for homes that well. They have not searched for help
1: that well, either. (laughs) Uh, Flambeau Dren's like, in my defense, it's not that easy to find willing people. I mean, it's a little bit strange to have men pop out of your closet. I understand that. I'm not completely dense, but... People
2: people respond poorly to that, Flambeau Dren? (laughs) Well,
1: I (laughs) have... I've had episodes, but <laughs> that being said, I mean we were in a bit of a rush, and I, I could say that we probably still are now. It's not really time to. Oh, you're start right, The that. buffet. We gotta go. <laughs> All right, Tadrian says. Well, I agree. Let's get this done then. We're looking for some sort of insight into what we can do to wipe this threat out, maybe at its root. It's not easy for us to leave the confines of our village because it really takes almost every single one of us every day keeping up the status quo just to stop from starving. I mean, this is an entirely hostile world. Uh, There's not much uh, room for error. So that's why we need you four gentlemen again to help us. What, to clear the entire planet of the native
2: life force?
1: (laughs) We've done a little bit more research since you've been here. And honestly, this is maybe be... Not uh, as large a place as you might think. Uh, if you would, follow me, please. Uh, I, Are we going to have... walk all the way around the circumference of the globe? No. <laughs> he leads you uh, <laughs> towards the interior of the town. Uh, to where previously have you seen uh, the good fire sort of bellowing up from this large fissure in the, in the earth. And at this point they've built what looks like maybe a, a, a large observatory straddling this fissure it's essentially a tower on a bridge that goes from one side of the fissure to the other uh the good fire sort of bellows up underneath of this um this structure it's about three stories made of stone and he leads you up the the stairs to um of the bridge to the gate to this building tadrian says this is kergyle's home he's one of the elders at his uh Survived from our last world with much of of the knowledge that we've brought with us, he is essentially our repository of of all that we know about our 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 um ancestral home. but he has discovered much about this world too, and he opens the door and leads you inside and essentially, what you see is what you could categorize as maybe like a mad scientist's sort of laboratory. there's all kinds of uh, fulminating potions under uh, under um, Bunsen burners, uh, electrical arcs from gadgets, and at the top of this structure, you find an old man uh, leaning over a table, scribing in a large book. And there's just volumes of of books. Uh, some of them look quite ancient, probably brought here from their previous world. And the roof itself is uh, a dome and there is uh, uh, all kinds of different sort of mechanical structures to change the orientation of the dome and it's much like an observatory that we have here on earth where you can open the the skylight and uh, it doesn't have a large telescope sort of a dice but a device but there are different sort of polished uh, mirrors and panes of glass on different sort of rotary arms and sort of insect-like arms holding them in place the old man looks up and he says oh tadrian it's good to see you it's been a been a few days how goes the fight tadrian says that goes all right but we do have uh the four adventurers that i've told you about these uh legendary men have come back to help us fight the menace that we uh is facing us kurgile stands up and he sort of shambles over and he offers his hands and he says, oh, good, good to have you. I've heard much. Tadrian's talked, talked volumes about you over the years. You really did a number on him. Before, he was just a wastrel, a useless layabout. It lived in a barrel. Didn't commit anything back to his people, but now he is our leader, and all because of the inspiration that you've shown him. He's really taken it to heart.
2: Well, it sounds like that should be worth something, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, you
1: have our un dying gratitude and i hear that you've got a sizable payday as well well i have i have little to offer except for my knowledge but i'll be happy to share whatever i can with you
3: have you found a way to weaponize the the good fire
1: oh that is a keen question He sort of winks at you and wags his finger at you, and he says, You are the smart one, I can tell.
2: Hey, do you have another scientist we can talk to?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Someone who's
4: less creepy.
2: Yeah, this guy's giving me weird
1: vibes. (laughs) I'm just a happy old man. I love what I do. A little too happy. um, And he walks over back to his table. He says, I was just working on something right now, actually. Um, We've been able to bind the good fire into weaponry and... Tadrian can tell you even more because he's taken it to the front lines and he's had much success. I've got an arrowhead right here and he lifts up a little stone arrowhead and it's uh, sort of, when he moves it around it sort of leaves little vapor trails of, of glowing. Uh, sort We're pim- going to
2: have to clear our armory of the ghost hunting weapons and werewolf hunting weapons to make room for banter <laughs> monsters. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> huh.
1: We've got a small cache of these things. they're not incredibly easy to make, but we're working. Our forges are going, and we've finding new ways to bind this stuff into uh into the elements every day. It seems like we're making new new progress
0: any progress on musical instruments
1: ooh, I hadn't even thought of that that's a that's an intriguing idea. And he sits down and he starts scribbling on a, on a piece of scrap paper. He says, give one moment, one moment. Scribbling, he says, I may actually be able to do something with that, but it's going to take some time. I'll get some have ideas. Have you found a way to eat it yet? Tea. Oh, Would that we could. Would that we could. Honestly, I feel like we have found that the presence of the good fire is, well, we wouldn't be able to survive without it. it Gives a sort of vitality to everything, including the food that we grow here. It grows much larger than it ever did back in our home world. And uh, it, it's it's more sustaining, it seems like, too.
0: Any endowment research you guys have done good <laughs> Uh
1: You mean, like, on your pee-pee? <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so if I fuck the earth... <laughs> <laughs> um, Tadrian cuts in and he says... I wanted to show them something
2: I feel so invigorated
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kurgile if we could uh, would you mind showing them uh, well I guess what we've discovered about our own planet here and Kurgile gives him a sideways look and he says yes of course it's not something that we spread around a lot, but you've done a great service to us. And what, to your other interdimensional visitors? No, to the to the townspeople. Oh. It, it, I guess you could say it maybe is a little bit unsettling. I'll have to just show you. And he moves over to the device that um, all the mirrors and glass are sort of uh, situated on. Pulls some levers and moves some dials, and the different fixtures sort of move into an alignment. And one of them being a large smoked piece of glass that goes into the whole um, assembly, dims a lot of the light that's coming through the the glass. And you can see that it's aimed directly at the sun and it becomes much more muted and, and the contrast uh, increases and you can uh, it cuts out a lot of the light so you can kind of see that there's something going on there. There's a shape happening. Now this is a large, um, essentially a large lens that you can look into so everybody can look into it at the same time and what you see once your eyes kind of adjust there's still a, a bit of, of glare going on there but once your eyes adjust you can make out that inside of this or almost beyond this flare of light that is the sun there are large shapes there and not only are they shapes but they're the forms of what look to be human sort of beings of vast incomprehensible proportions kurgile says tell me what do you see there
2: yeah
1: yeah this plane's no good you really gotta go (laughs) no i don't think that we will though we think that we have been given an incredible opportunity can we go (laughs) what you are seeing we think is a clash between two titanic creatures possibly gods What we think that we are inhabiting is, I guess you could say, a fragment of one of these creatures. Maybe a chip off of one of their pieces of armor. Maybe a flint, a spark, flying out of this titanic battle. We exist on a place that maybe no other civilization has ever had the opportunity to exist on. The power that we are seeing here from the good fire, we think, is a limitless supply of power from a titanic, cataclysmic struggle between two warring gods. Now, what that allows us is potentially.
2: That sounds secure. Potentially
1: unlimited power to draw on to sustain our community for potentially forever.
4: Now, have you ever thought about how this reminds you of how your last planet ended?
2: <laughs> it seems kind of greedy, you I know? Feel like there was something about greed, <laughs> unlimited power,
4: and arms race. Oh, this
2: Totodal guy, he's supposed to be like the <laughs> Totodal the receptacle for knowledge from that planet, right. so he's still he's still corrupted by the greed, I think. I don't know, guys. This seems exciting. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could definitely use a magical Whatever one of those things are.
1: We could really get buffed here. <laughs> Kurgal says, the lesson isn't lost on us. We're talking about unlimited power, potentially, in a similar manner to what destroyed us. But we think this is... The problem with the last planet was the power was limited. <laughs> <laughs> but we think this is a poetic uh, turn for us. To take the, the violence that these two beings are unleashing on each other and make up world of peace where we can survive without any more struggle but to do so except for all these you know big monsters well to do so we need to eradicate what is left of 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 the <laughs> in evil order to live a
2: peaceful mm-hmm. existence we have to kill everything we must
1: kill everything
2: else that stands in our but, way, and then we will have peace
1: but to us this is not a moral quandary because this Shard that we are really, This shard that we are on <laughs> is a place of immense evil. We can tell that. And we, through our deductions, mm-hmm. we believe that are also <laughs> <laughs> that this world is ripe for us to cultivate into a place of good. That is the poetic justice that we have been given to take the evil and wipe it out once and for all and make a home where good people can flourish.
2: This new land we mm. found, uh, Columbus, is... <laughs> just inherently, it's pretty evil. It's, it's full of evil. <laughs> we have to cleanse it of the evil so we can make a home here.
0: What happens when one of these beings wins?
2: Yeah, I feel like you're kind of in the blast radius of this <laughs> yeah, cosmic I, battle.
3: I think it'll just sweep up all the bits pieces. I already had yes. so
2: many problems with this place before. This doesn't help at all. You're, you're living on
4: a celestial butthole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he says, we don't see that to be a problem. We have been studying this uh, phenomenon for years at this point, and there has been no discernible change. They are either locked in a struggle in which we are just merely um, surviving in a snapshot, you could say, of, or These beings are of such immense and fundamentally profound uh, timescale that their passage of time is so slow that we cannot even perceive of it. So Until you get blown away by a big fire. (laughs) (laughs) But over the last five years since we have discovered this phenomenon, we have not been able to discern any sort of change uh, in their posture, you could say. They are locked in a struggle of which we are sort of orbiting or hurtling about, but the timescale is so profound, I don't think that it's anything that we should worry about for generations upon generations upon generations. We're more likely probably to have been wiped out by a natural occurring phenomenon on our last world had we not destroyed ourselves, or the Council of Mayors hadn't destroyed ourselves uh, in our previous generation.
3: (laughs) Alright, this has got some weird parallels, but anyway, let's just Get our magical weapons, go kill the
2: lions, and let's call it a day. <laughs> We're done with the exposition, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're ready to roll.
4: We know how this works. We get magical weapons. We kill things.
3: <laughs>
0: We've done this many times before. <laughs> Been through this.
1: Tadrian's really excited to hear you say that. He says, excellent. That's what I'm looking for, guys. Let's get this done. Uh, to the armory, then. Let's outfit ourselves a little
3: bit. Oh, uh, Flambadrain. After this, let's all have some coffee together. Let's just get a cup of Joe, all of us, together.
1: Back in our reality. In our reality. Sounds good. I'm interested to hear what this <laughs> coffee is. Is that, like a, is that much like a margarita? It's the exact opposite of margarita. <laughs> okay. Do you guys know
2: margaritas? Has he been sneaking in and taking Margarita Bill away?
1: <laughs> oh, I'll never tell. Oh, he winks at you. And... <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> all right, so Tadrian ha- takes you down to... Uh, uh, the sort of base of this bridge where the ta- observatory tower is on and uh, there's a forge down there uh, close to the fissure from which all the good fires is, is flowing out of and they've got a stockpile of 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 uh, arrow shafts there's nothing that's what you could call a very sophisticated weapon by your standards I mean, you can tell by Tadrian's armor that they don't really have a good black. You got black just, split. like,
2: a rock that you infused with this? Like, a beat thing? They break? actually
1: do. Like, there's a pile of rocks that are, like, like slightly, like, vaporous with the uh, good fire coming off of them. There's, like, a cudgel.
3: Is there anything that I could, like... Is there, like, a big stick that I could put a bunch of those arrowheads in, similar to...
1: Oh, like a uh, like a Aztec style? Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're way ahead of you. They've done that already. They've got okay. like all kinds of variations of, of sticks and rocks yes. <laughs> like put together. Glowing Impressive sticks. Of
2: arbor you've got here, Tadrin. I know.
1: He says, thank you. It's been really my my pride and joy. My life's work. Oh, worked. you made these. Yes. I made the you suit of- You made these of...
2: dumb child toys. <laughs>
1: you found these sticks. You found the sticks. Do you know how hard it is to get sticks in this place? Mostly it's just floorboards <laughs> uh, that we brought with us from our previous home. So, you know that floorboards are just made of yeah, sticks that's, that's, One floorboard's gotta
2: be
0: at least eight sticks Yeah, you ripped up a lot of
1: floorboards
0: mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> Well, it was my yeah.
1: house, I can do what I want Now, let's get you guys outfitted And all of a sudden you hear a cry go up And there's a horn blowing And there's shouts running The city's in turmoil All of a sudden, Tadrin says oh, Here it comes I didn't think it would happen this early, but here we go Grab your weapons, boys <laughs> That's what she said.
3: All right, <laughs> I grab one of those uh, Aztec-looking
1: bladed clubs. Cool. I
2: grab, I grab a big rock.
1: All right, big rock. <laughs> Tadrian says, good good choice. You're going to go for a two-handed rock or a one-handed rock?
2: I'm going to go for the, the, the biggest, dumbest rock you got. All
1: right, all right. He gives you, it's like a 30-pound rock. Uh, slowly okay. like uh, <laughs> with vapor coming off of it so the options are so we've got the stick with the the rocks in, with the arrowheads in it essentially got a big giant rock um you got a sharpie uh sharpie no you so
2: can write my rock <laughs> you, got, you got like a, rock, uh, a marker i want to draw a face on the rock
1: bogall what are you gonna take uh he's gonna take a stick all right glowing stick richard what are you gonna grab i'm
0: gonna dual-wield two five-pound rocks.
1: Nice. Don Rivers, Don Rivers <laughs> grabs a rock in each hand. <laughs> All right, um, let's get going.
2: I'm going to pull out another cowboy hat and put it on my rock and draw a face on it.
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Tadrian grabs, uh, like, straps a floorboard, like a, uh, like a slightly glowing floorboard to his arm and he, uh, <laughs> he yeah. has essentially what looks like a big, heavy sock. Uh, with a rock inside of it he runs out the door he says to me charge all right what you see is that um for the first time you get a good look at the the defenses of this place and they've got uh, a wall that is really only about seven feet uh high and it's manned by sort of essentially glorified stools that are up against it every so often with somebody on it uh and they're just large, like, sort of platforms for a couple people to stand on. And they're hurling glowing rocks over the side. Some of them have slings, and they're trying to, like, sling at, at something. Uh, you can't see over the, the wall. Um, but soon, as you guys are sort of running towards the, the defenses, uh, they have a gate, which is made of, of, looks like salvaged wood. And there's a pounding upon it, and you're seeing it start to give a little bit. Then the pounding stops, and there's an eerie, quiet... And then flooding over the top are these massive dark creatures with these silver glowing eyes. Again, same as the Vantorats. These creatures are just holes in reality, it seems like. And they pour over. There's a good five or six of them, large, almost the size of a small pony. And they're taking people down. They're uh, pulling people off of the, the, um, the defenses and just savaging them. You see blood spraying left and right. And the small militia that is available to these people are running up to sort of mitigate this flood coming through with sticks and spears and and hurling stones and so on. But it doesn't look like they're going to be much of a match for these creatures. Tadrian wades right into it with his uh, sock full of rocks and just starts splattering these creatures. All right, everybody roll initiative.
3: Natural 20.
1: I got an (laughs) 8.
3: All right. I was not expecting to go first. I don't typically go first. Now I need to think of what I...
4: <laughs> yeah, that was an 8 with advantage on my initiative rolls, so I rolled real bad. Yikes.
2: I got a 19. Uh, I got an unnatural 20.
3: And they're, like, on the wall right now?
1: Yeah, there's there's a couple up... Um, there's a few up on the wall, like, two of them. Kind of, like... That are up top and sort of grappling with the with the guys on the platforms, trying to push them back over. And three of them have gotten over the wall and are savaging townsfolk.
3: I'm going to cast Wall of Fire to kind of separate the creatures away from the townsfolk.
1: Cool, very noble.
3: Yes. Uh, so that that just kind of happens. Let me look at what this actually does.
1: And you're not trying to target them. You're just trying to hem, like sort of hem them in.
3: Yeah. Yeah, basically, just let me know if they in near the wall of fire.
1: Okay, cool. Unfortunately, there are a couple uh, militia members on the other side of that wall of fire, and Tadrian is on the other side of that wall of fire <laughs> also.
3: I mean, you're going to have some casualties. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> They're not on. <laughs> uh,
2: there Classic he is. Craig. Are there any big boulders outside?
1: Uh, over the wall? Just in this area at all. Or just, oh, around you? No, th- this this area has been cleared of, like, uh, boulders and stuff. It's
2: I see. Is there is there a boulder nearby? I'd really like there to be a boulder.
1: <laughs> uh, roll, like, a luck sort of a thing. We'll see if somebody has, like, put together a, um, like, a, a rock garden or, like, a moss garden or something like that. Give me a perception check, actually, and see if you can find something like that.
2: Um cool. So that's a 18, yeah, plus 119.
1: Okay. So you see like as you're running up, you kind of see in between uh, a couple houses that are kind of put together in a shady area. Somebody's got a a uh like a moss and mushroom garden that they've put together and it's it's kind of like a a, a bonsai style like multi-tiered like zen rock garden with moss and mushrooms growing on it. So
2: I'm going to take my big cowboy rock. Uh-huh. And I'm going to set it on this boulder. He's got a friend. Okay. And I'm going to pat him gently and say, all right, listen, I don't normally like to fight, but we've we've really got to get that buffet. I already missed the magic show, and I'm not missing anything else. (laughs) And I cast animate objects. Yeah. And I turn the giant boulder I set it on and this rock into a giant uh, animated golem. Okay. (laughs) That I'm assuming will be roughly a... Somewhere around the large or huge, it's going to be like I imagine several rocks together to create a somewhat humanoid, covered in mushrooms and moss.
1: You've got like an eight foot tall like collection of of boulders that strides forward mm-hmm. with the cowboy hat, and yeah, with cowboy hat. And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and while he's standing up, I put angry eyebrows on his face.
2: All right, it's time to put your rage face on and go in the battle.
1: It's got like a um, it's got like a, a mossy beard and like a mushroom face, uh, growing off of it. It looks like a grizzled old, old cowboy.
2: Well, no, the, the face of the thing, the head is from the armory, so that doesn't have any moss on it. It's oh. ridiculous. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: You drew a face on it in a cowboy hat? But
2: it's got like a mossy merkin.
1: It strides forward. Does it get an action at this point, or do you have to wait until next turn?
2: Um, as a bonus action, you can mentally command any creature you're made with a spell. I think I, I, think I do get to issue a command as a bonus action. Yeah, you can so. issue a command. Have him charge into the fire? So it's going to charge into the fire, and it's going to (laughs) squash.
3: Okay, as it charges into the fire, it takes damage.
2: Jet, you told me to fucking have it charge into the (laughs) fire. Walk around (laughs) the fire. Well, you can walk around the
3: fire if you prefer. It walks
2: around the fire. Wait, hold on, hold on, cowboy rock, the other way!
1: (laughs) He runs around and just starts wailing on, on, uh, on these things, so make an attack with it. So eight feet, will that be large... I mean, it's about the size of an ogre, so uh,
2: larger medium.
1: Yeah, let's say it's large. Okay,
2: large. Ooh, so that is a twenty-four to hit.
1: All right, roll
2: damage. Uh, that is eighteen damage.
1: Eighteen damage. All right, so he grabs one and just like freaking headbutts it with its like his glowing head and it essentially crumbles his its, it's this creature's uh, face in. It screams a high piercing scream and um, falls back. Uh, it's not quite dead, but its face is sort of weeping this mercurial glowing silverness, um, similar to the, the glow of his eyes.
2: I'd like to use my movement action to recline yeah. in the mushroom garden and just
1: relax. Nice. All right. Take, take a little rest there, buddy. All right. Um, Don Rivers, what are you up to?
0: Is it, and there's like three that are on the other side attacking.
1: And there's two up on the wall.
0: I'm going to go for the three. Or attack one of those three directly. Okay.
1: Um, you're going to have to run through a wall of fire or around it, if that's all right. Cause...
3: You could also cast fly and just fly over him.
1: Fly?
0: I don't have that spell. Oh. Well, then. That's your spell. <laughs>
3: well, if you had it, you
0: could. Yeah. If you had fly. If, if you just... were me, you <laughs> would just fly. If, if you were some sort
4: of wizard, you could just <laughs> cast fly.
0: I'm going to. uh I'm not going to burn myself. I'm going to inspire this. Rock. Cowboy rock.
2: Cowboy, the... rock. Cowboy, Cowboy rock.
0: Cowboy rock. Classic we will rock you song.
3: <laughs> On your saxophone. It's always a classic.
2: That's really good. <laughs> the
0: whole town
1: starts stomping to the beat. Yeah, everybody's just like... Doo, doo, ksh, doo, doo, ksh, while you're playing... <laughs> Alright, is that an automatic thing or do you need to roll for it? Uh, it's That's a bonus action, right?
0: No, I think it's a regular Inspire now.
3: I think I thought that was a bonus action cause... that's a bonus, baby.
0: I believe so. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna do as my bonus action, and it does just happen. They get a one d six on one ability check.
1: Nice. All right. Inspired Rockman. And
3: then you can you can start moving around the circle.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna move and position myself to help the rock. <laughs> All right, um, Bogal.
4: Where's that big rock? Mo- so. Is the big rock monster fighting the ones that Tadrian yep, yeah, is fighting or
2: Oh it's fighting Tadrian. Okay. <laughs> We're on the side of the monsters, don't you recall? <laughs> uh,
4: take this, that's, you that's a fair point.
2: Invading species. <laughs>
4: Back of the Um I think Bogal is gonna jump through that wall of fire and fight those other creatures. That's the sort of thing Bogal would do.
3: Okay. So you can do that, you take twenty three damage. Oof. Wait, is there not like
4: a saving throw associated?
3: Um, if you go through it no. <laughs> or if you end your turn next to it. Uh you oh, oh. there is a dexterity save for that.
4: I I think Bogal would just jump through it. That's fine. He's a real hero. Is the
2: is the wall of fire something you control with your mind, Crag?
3: Yeah. I just kinda have it there.
2: Can you, like, make a doorway for him? Make a little gap? <laughs> I can't, like, adjust it after I've placed
3: it, No, so. Once it's on, it's on. Use uh. your
2: imagination. This is a wall of fire you conjured with your mind.
3: <laughs> with the help of my demon friends.
4: It's fine. Bogol will take the damage. Uh, and then he'll swing his stick. <laughs> 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 Alright.
1: vapor Vapor trail stick. Roll your attack. What do you got? That's a seventeen to hit. Seventeen to hit. That is a hit. Roll damage. That's going to be What's stick um, damage? Roll um one D eight and then add your strength like normal.
4: Uh it's ten damage. Whoa. And then I'm gonna attack again. That's a twenty six to hit.
1: That's a hit. Is he proficient with stick? And...
4: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> eleven damage. Okay.
4: I assume so. I'm proficient with all weapons.
1: All right. You run up and just like wail on this guy. Uh, you crack him across the head, uh, splattering this mercurial substance, and then do a like a follow through uh, backhanded swing and just it cr- just crumple him. I mean, he just falls to the ground and immediately starts almost like deflating and melting, uh, oozing oozing this mercury. That's super unpleasant. Fear me, beast. All right, and then uh, these guys are going to attack back. So the two up on the wall are going to continue to savage. The- oh, he failed utterly though, slipping back down uh, on the other side of the wall, and then the other one continues to savage. This guy grabs him by the throat and just like just like <laughs> ragdolls him like a dog with a uh, with a with a toy. Whoa mercilessly almost just ripping this guy's head off the three or sorry there's only two here that are on the ground now the one that's been wounded by the rock monster is going to try to attack back at the rock monster uh essentially it's going to throw its um big meaty shoulder at the head of this thing trying to knock the glowing rock off the top of this this stone not the hat um and it misses utterly it actually sort of like uh (laughs) um just throws itself at the rock and and, um, bounces off of it, falls back to the ground. Um, And then one more, it's going to come at at Bogal, having seen the damage that he (laughs) inflicted on that other one. It pounces like a lion uh, with a 15 to hit. What's your armor class? Oh, that'll hit. All right, so it hits you and tears into the back of your shoulder with its uh, Vanta black teeth doing nine ten points of damage
4: all right so it'll, it'll also take fire damage right because yeah there's a big wall of fire right around me bogol is technically on fire right now you're in the fire i believe so
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Bogal
4: just jumped forward close enough to hit that guy with a stick. Really. In
2: Bogal's mind, he's just like, "Oh, look, a big wall of the good fire! <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> uh,
1: I th- will be invigorated." This creature doesn't seem like incredibly worried about the fire, and the fire. So he's like... not
3: going to take any damage from
1: it. How much damage does oh, it no. normally take? Twenty-three, he said.
3: Uh, it's uh, no, it's a five d eight is 5D8. what it takes. 8.
4: All right. Oh, yeah, that's not nothing. I forgot that wall of fire was d-
1: dangerous.
0: Learn from Gruff Bogal. Yeah. All
1: right. It does take some damage. Like the fire is sort of licking up on it, but it doesn't, like, catch fire. And it doesn't seem incredibly worried about it, but it does take some damage. All right. Back to the top. Um, Crag. I turn invisible. You're going to turn invisible? Yep.
0: <laughs>
3: okay, cool.
2: Go get the key, Crag.
3: <laughs> I, I yell, wink.
1: Uh, Flambo Dran is nowhere to be seen. Like, really, it's just. Tadrian and the, the Militia, and...
2: I cast Find Flambodran. Invisibility
3: lasts an hour, so...
1: Um, Alright, are you gonna do anything else besides turn invisible? Is that your full, full Um turn? I'm
2: gonna start
3: looking for Flambodran.
1: Okay, so you <laughs> skulk, skulk off <laughs> looking around. Yeah.
2: Alright, cool. Get that bitch.
1: Alright, uh, Tadrian's gonna make an attack.
2: Wait, does he go before me?
1: I, I, forget, I forgot to have him go at the top of the list here, but... Uh, okay. But he... Uh, hits one. It's the one that uh, was fighting the rock golem, and he does uh, yeah enough to as it's laying on the ground after having bounced off the rock golem. Tadrian uh, pounces on it and uh, <laughs> bashes it with his bashes it with his glowing shield, and then uh, does a mighty swing with his sock full of rocks and just crumples it. Um, and it starts to melt back, um, and he's immediately looking around for the next thing to fight. So Cody. I'm going to cast a big ol' and large
2: reduce on my new cowboy rock friend. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Gonna and make let's him... bump him up to
1: huge from large.
2: Nice. Bump him up. More damage, more health, more power.
1: Alright, so your roided out rock monster is just like incredibly huge at this point. Um, and, the... and as
2: a bonus action, I'm going to have him hunt down Flamodran and crush <laughs> 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 That's... That's what this turns into.
1: It just turns into a flambo huh? We're gonna be,
4: we're gonna be trapped in this reality forever.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna have it finish this fight. Okay. All right. So uh, there's one up on the wall. There is um, one that uh, is is grappling with um, Bogal in the fire. Uh, well, I'm gonna protect. I'm gonna. Well, no, actually, I, I I'm
2: no Bogal well enough to know he wouldn't want my help. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. actually gonna. Pick one of them up, punch it in the face, and throw it at Bogal.
1: Nice. Okay.
2: <laughs> Give him more things to fight.
1: All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Making a making a grapple attack.
2: That is a ooh plus eight. Okay. okay. That is a seventeen.
1: Oh, you got him. Yep. All right. So you got this guy. Um, let's just make a damage roll. Um, against him.
2: Twenty six damage. All
1: right. Uh, so so your rock monster grabs this guy like. Just manhandles him, smashes him. And by the time he's done, like, inflicting his damage and throwing it at Bogal, it's like throwing an open trash bag full of mercury. Like, it just... He just, like, comes apart (laughs) and splatters, (laughs) like, all over the place. Mercury.
2: That's something we can all relate to. Yes. As we've all done
1: (laughs) as children when you used to play with trash bags full of mercury. Yeah, the fluid fluid mechanics of mercury. Um, Cool. So, is that your... That's your full turn, Cody? Well, I put... I I plop a few mushrooms in my mouth. Nice. All right, chomp away. All right, Don Rivers, back to you. So at this point, there's really just the one up on the wall. Um, another one, sort of like you can see, the one that had fall, uh, fell off the wall is scrabbling back up it again. There's uh, uh, the one that was on the wall is kind of done with the his villager at this point. He's mangled him.
4: Hey, what about the one that was
1: biting into Bogal's shoulder? That one is still there. Yeah, he's he's up on your okay. back at this point. All right, check just making sure
0: yeah. craig did you announce that you're gonna search for dram, or did you just go invisible
3: i said i yelled wink
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> i cast locate dram, <laughs> or locate creature okay <laughs> how does that work describe a name or creature that's familiar to you you sense the direction to the creature's location as long as the creature is within 1000 feet of you
1: that's like three football fields basically um yeah okay um, you know that he is back towards the um, uh, the observatory, but he doesn't seem to be moving.
0: Hmm. Craig, Flampodram's at the observatory. Let's chalk it up the fog of war. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, and Priorities. that's my turn.
2: <laughs> All right, Bogal, keep fighting. The real battle's being fought <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah.
4: Bogal just exists to distract from the Flampodram fight. <laughs> <finding>. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think now Bogal knows that that fire, that wall of fire hurts him. He is going to step away from it, but he's going to bring that big monster with him and he's going to hit it with a stick
1: twice. Okay. All
4: right. So <laughs> do I have to jump through the wall of fire again, Jet, to get out of this space or is it no, the I would, I would, okay.
1: s- I would say just, just leave it. Yeah.
4: All right. Bogal's going to try and st- he's going to step away and he's going to drag this monster with him and he's going to hit it twice with a stick. All right.
1: Make a strength chest. Uh, just a, a raw strength change? Yeah, uh, opposed to try and uh, drag this thing with you. I think I might rage first. Cool. He did not do very well on his test.
4: Yes. I'm going to rage first. Okay. And you know how all my friends know how normally there's an orca sound, uh, but this time it's a wolf. <laughs> wow. Oh. Mm. Oh. Uh, and then I attack twice, or, or a strength saving throw, so I have... I got a 17. Yeah,
1: you, like, just... This guy's, like, just barely hanging on to you. Like, he's limply Sweet. on you, but it's just, like, like hauling a trash can, you know? Like, you just rip him out of the fire. Um, there's a lot of trash. There's a lot of trash. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of
4: trash imagery here. I got a nat 20 on my first attack. Oh, God. All right. Um, And that's going to be... Let's see here. 12 damage. Okay. And then I got... And 11 on my second attack. Okay.
1: Uh, second attack does not hit but the first one. Uh, yeah, you whip him around off your shoulder and just, like, bludgeon his head. Um, and he's furiously kicking and scratching at you. I'm going to go ahead and roll his attack at you. Uh, 16, 17 to hit. That'll hit. Is it, uh, like, slashing damage? Yeah, it's going to be slashing damage.
4: Then I have resistance
1: to okay. it. Uh, so he's essentially taking his back legs against you as he's, like, on his back prone, and he's ripping at your uh, your, your guts, essentially, trying to disembowel you with his back legs. Mm. He does 11 points of damage, and then your resistance.
4: Okay, so, like, six. Boom. Uh,
1: the one that's up on the wall jumps down and... It's going to ignore the rock monster it sees that that doesn't seem like a great fight for itself, and it's going to come after you, Bogal, uh, with an 18 to hit. Again, slashing, and a uh, 13 this time before resistance. All right, let's go back to the top jet. You're going to continue to search the, uh, the area?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty invisible, so I'm going to continue to be invisible and head that way.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, So you'll spend your turn heading back towards the observatory. Uh, Zazzle, what are you going to do? Your rock monster Mm. is just laying waste. Yes, good. As you're Um, languidly munching on mushrooms.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of enjoying the day. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking about dominating a beast. How many of them are remaining?
1: There is the... Uh, one that is, that just jumped off the wall to fight, uh, Bogal, and then another one that's just scrabbling back up on top of the wall after it fell off before, so there's two of them.
2: Two of them. I'm going to dominate one of them. Okay. How does that work? Uh, you attempt to beguile a beast that you can see within range. and must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the duration.
1: Okay. Wisdom saving throw, huh?
2: Yes, but if you or creatures that you are friendly to are fighting it, it has advantage on the save. Okay,
1: throw. well, I already got an 18 on the first one and uh, well, ni- never mind. 19 on the second one. <laughs> <laughs> so he is not
2: beguiled. All right, I'm frustrated that that spell didn't work out, so I'm going to have my rock monster crush that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, Uh, it strides over, making it make your attack roll.
2: All right. Cowboy Rock, show it what for. That is a 22.
1: Oh, yeah, that definitely hit him. Uh,
2: 16 damage. 16 damage. To the one that won't be my friend.
1: Yep. Uh, Okay, so you mangle him pretty good. So the rock monster strides over and just like curb stomps this thing. It's not quite dead yet, but it's it's definitely hurt pretty badly. Um, Any other actions you can take? Uh, I'm getting kind of full up on these mushrooms. Mm. So I don't think so. All right. Dawn Rivers, it's your time to shine.
0: I'm going to go kill that one that's almost dead.
1: All right, go for it.
0: Got a 15.
1: That's just enough to hit. Six damage. All right. the So you come up behind this creature as it's stunned by this attack by the uh, rock monster. And with your two giant rocks, you just smash it on the other side of the head. And it just crumples beneath the, um, these rocks. Uh, and a flare of, of good fire comes up as the uh, sort of quicksilver insides of those things come out. And it again crumples to the ground, melting into the ground. At this point, you see up on the wall, the creature that was trying to scrabble over the last of these creatures gives you all a baleful look and seems to consider the the spectacle in front of it, surveying the scene, and slowly turns around, hops back down the wall, disappears.
3: So some amount of intelligence <laughs> implied yeah. there.
0: Yeah, no it's not the
2: mess of me. Well, that's not going to help us curry any favors with the Vanta people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jet, you make it back into the observatory. You sneak in. Uh, You look around a little bit and you find uh, uh, Flambodran and uh, Kurgile watching the spectacle from uh, a window up in the observatory room.
3: I'm just going to follow him, Flambodran, for a bit. Okay. Like, I got an hour. I'm going to let him Uh (laughs) come back out. Um, Interact with the rest of the party Okay
0: Were they like commenting like where'd that crag go
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not that you can see Uh, They turn to each other and they say That was the most vicious fight Yet Back down at the uh, wall Tadrian is out of breath and he's looking around And he is ecstatic He says That was amazing You guys didn't let me down again I knew you guys would be able to do this for us This was great well, let's get these guys. Let's get these guys taken care of. I don't think that this is a. Okay. Where was the cowboy knight and all that? Cowboy
3: knight, he's embittered and didn't want to fight.
1: Yeah, cowboy. Cowboy knight has been leaning against a building with his arms crossed, looking sullen the entire time. Maybe
2: he's falling, Crag. Well, well the whole you town can't... is. Circling around the giant cowboy rock Celebrating
1: he can't, him
4: he can't, he can't fight without a cowboy hat the,
1: whole, the village comes out and they're cheering And they're trying to lift the, the rock monster up onto their shoulders And they're just <laughs> struggling to do it Yay, Yay
2: everybody's, cowboy
1: Everybody's chanting We cowboys, will rock you
2: cowboys. Everyone's like thank you Thank you group of cowboys for saving us And one weird bald guy Thank you so much <laughs> uh,
1: And the the men Um that are still hurt but surviving um, are dragged off to uh, be tended to. Let's uh, call it there for this session, and we'll pick up the aftermath the next time.
2: Yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Battle Buddies. Thank you, first of all, Ryan, for DMing this wonderful campaign. You have really set the bar for DMing. I'm I'm kind of regretting inviting you on the show a little bit. Oh, but it's all right. That's just, you know, it gives us something to, to strive for. And he really is painting a rich, rich painting right now full of vivid imagery uh, and a lot of actual gr- gruesome imagery as well. But regardless, it's incredible. I'm really enjoying it. I can, I can only speak for myself. But that's just me. You might hate it, but you also might be like uh, an arsonist. Or a jaywalker or some other former criminal who's just generally wrong about things. Because it's it's really good. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Whether you're a criminal in jail or just at home living your life. Uh, we really appreciate the continued support. And thank you, Caitlin Conroy, for creating the theme song to the Battle Buddies. It's wonderful. Even after all this time, I still love it. And you're the best, and your music is really good, and everyone out there should go check it out because it's genuinely exceptional work. And you can find that at caitlynconroy.bandcamp.com. And then go to radbotproductions.com, find the other episodes to this show, find our other show, Disposable Worlds, find the art that we make, the comics that we do, and whatever else might be up there by the time you search. I don't know. And find our social accounts. Give them a follow, a like, a subscribe. Give us a comment. Shoot us a letter in the mail if you can find our addresses. Please don't find our addresses. And happy April! Woo! Yay! We're, it's it's a weird time, but we're all gonna make it through this together. And I hope that I hope this show in some way brightens your day through these dark, lonely hours. Uh, looking forward to the next episode, which will be out Wednesday, April 15th. See you then.